0: Welcome back to the show. This week, I talked to my friend Matt, and Matt is a new dad. Him and his wife had a baby boy about four months ago, and I don't have kids. I don't know what that feels like, but I'm very curious. I have a lot of questions, so I thought it'd be interesting to have a conversation with Matt about what his experience has been so far. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it, too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for some And gems often misunderstood Cause you know there's no such thing as too much
1: Miscellaneous important. yeah there you go miscellaneous important stuff
0: i think i should do more of people just like recording my (laughs) song
1: it's so good the song is so good hey thanks i was thinking about that the other day when i was watching um uh, unsolved mysteries i was like unsolved mysteries i was like man they've got the greatest intro music i was like wait a second said greatest intro music because miscellaneous important (laughs) stuff has the greatest intro music
0: did you really think i thought that all right all right
1: i started told my wife i was like miscellaneous important stuff has the best intro music
0: i you know i remember when i first got it recorded i i didn't love it at first because i think i had a different song i was using but i've really fallen in love with it it's
1: so good it's so good
0: it's just catchy right
1: it's one of the best like it's what i feel like it's a big part of like what takes the production value of what you've got going to like a new level it's so good
0: i think i need to like i need to do a better job of crediting the guy who did it or have him on the podcast just because i've never actually talked to him really i mean i threw messages but i've never does he
1: know about the podcast like does he listen
0: well he yeah i told him what i was doing so he he wrote the um like some of the lyrics based on what I told him about the podcast, and yeah. he and he wrote the song, the the just the music parts based on the genre that I wanted. So yeah. he like tailored it for the podcast. He killed it. I don't know. Well, you heard it here. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll send him to this yeah. to this podcast and say hey,
1: you should have him on. I think it would be like it doesn't have to be like an hour long special, but like you should get ten minutes of his inspiration. Like how what his creative process was.
0: I don't know. I feel like I could, I could do an hour with You him. do a whole hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a whole hour. Don't you dare put him down, okay?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> sir. You deserve a whole hour. I apologize.
0: Alright, well, Matt, we're not here to talk about my intro. You, don't, you know what we're here to talk about? Let's talk about it. Okay. I I thought it was interesting. This is why I wanted to bring you. Because you, as well, most of the time I've known you, you have not been a father. Correct. And now you are. Yep. And I think, I always wonder what it would like to what it would be like to be a dad and I also wonder what it's like to be a new dad yeah so I don't know should we go back to the beginning should we go back to when you found out you were a dad like where, where do you think we should start
1: yeah I mean I'll just give you big picture first and then we can kind of go through chronological if you cool. want uh, but yeah I mean like, get... so I've been a new dad now so I'll give the your listeners and viewers some context uh, we had a boy baby boy Finn March 28th uh, of this year right in the the middle of at uh, what we thought was at that point the middle of the pandemic because at that point that was a uh, sort of flattening the curve time obviously it's gone in a different direction since then but so yeah we had a little baby boy uh i mean
0: get a little bit closer to that mic just a little bit i'll pull it in there you go.
1: uh yeah it was super exciting um we were trying to have a kid uh, a baby so that obviously worked out really well and I mean it's been great i mean it's been uh it's been everything I had hoped it would be. It's been a lot of things that I didn't even expect that have been really fun. Uh, it's been like knock on wood a little bit, like not as hard as what a lot of people tell you it's going to be.
0: Oh, you shouldn't say that here. People are going to be so angry. I know.
1: Like, well, they just tell you like, oh my god, You're like you'll never sleep. I was like, oh, I'm actually sleeping pretty good. Like, it's you know, he's a he's a good baby in that in that regard. But then also, um, I was telling you this before, you know, the podcast went live and stuff but like there's been a lot of things like we had a covid baby like we had a baby in the middle of a pandemic and all the books i read all the people that i talked to and all the you know family support that i had like sort of got flew out the window because there's a whole different circumstance of of things that we're dealing with but uh the core things that were always told to to me and and sam are are there i mean it's it's baby it's life uh we brought life in the world like he's super fun to hang out with and
0: yeah
1: uh your your perspective on life changes and your priorities change and it's just totally different and it's been a lot of fun
0: yeah so that's what i want to talk more about i so i think you know we always talk about women and like how when you know the they actually have the baby yeah like everything changes right there and like the connection with their new kid was it the same for you? Did you feel like, you know, maybe you weren't thinking about it much during the pregnancy or even yeah. before that? Like how did things change on that day when your son was born?
1: So I'm gonna go back even further. Okay. Because that that the the disconnect between Sam and I, Sam's my wife, um, that's that started like from conception very, very early on. So when we got pregnant. Her process to like get up to speed of like oh my god like where I'm a baby maybe took like a week or so. She immediately felt pregnant. She immediately was like expecting like a baby. It took me maybe like six months to like maybe even seven months to like really get my head around the fact that like a child is coming in this world. Like,
0: so to just not feel like reality yet. So there's
1: different stages. So initially you're like like oh my god like this is a thing we've been trying for and we've achieved it so there's a little bit of like gratification that goes there but then there's like this it's just like weird man so you guard your heart so much
0: like day to day or are you saying with uh
1: when you get pregnant when okay. you initially get pregnant you guard your heart because yeah well, you've heard all the stories of miscarriages okay and uh you know it just it's it's so fragile. I mean, sure. it, it feels like you're just like holding like a, like a bubble, you know, like you, someone blew a bubble and you're holding it and you're not.
0: Cause it you, feels, it feels like no guarantee. I'm sure or...
1: it's like, it's going to pop sometime. Like it's yeah, eventually yeah. like, it'll pop and stuff. But it's like when it will, so you just like, guard your heart. Cause she's like, you don't want to fall in love with something that's going to go away. So you sort of like protect yourself. Uh, but Sam didn't, she didn't like, cause she could feel every single change. So, like, she could feel progress. I felt no progress. I felt like I got this, like, fragile bubble in my hand. Like, it's going to pop any in second. Yeah. So, you sort of protect yourself there. So, it probably took me, like, six to seven months to really feel like, oh, shit, like, this is happening. Like, oh, I'm going to have a baby.
0: Does that make sense? I mean, sort of. I mean, I've not been in that situation. But, yes, it, that does make sense because it's not – I could see that there would be some disconnect because it's not happening inside your body. So, like, the information you're getting is from – her right yeah and like you can't actually feel it and you can't see it
1: and there's like you know you like you don't
0: tell people like that's another big rule and stuff was
1: like um you know like okay well we can tell our parents you know when we're this far along we can tell siblings when we're this far along we can tell co-workers when we're this far along and you like the reason why you stagger it out is because of you know the risk yeah and um. Uh, that's so so it's always in the back of your mind but then when she's like no, no no tell the world like she's like I'm I'm big I'm showing tell the world tell anyone you want then when you can tell everybody then it's real cuz you're not like uh you know like oh well just in case like something happens
0: yeah well did you have was there like a moment when you realized oh I can tell the world and oh I am going to have a kid like did w- were things different then
1: yeah so we did like a gender reveal where you know like pop the mm-hmm. um confetti you know goes out and you can pick like you it tells you whether it's you know gonna be born a boy or a girl um so inviting people to that celebration which is like you know really like a first gathering of people to show and demonstrate that we're bringing a child in that was probably like it's like oh shit like it's really happening and also like you know like it's you know I'm not a big gender person i'm not trying to like assign you know make a, a statement or anything like that
0: oh he's getting controversial i know i know,
1: I know. <laughs> but like when you know it's like oh, like oh it's gonna be a baby boy and stuff like it you it's easier to imagine things yeah and uh yeah we're, we had a baby boy and like it was so cool like, it was exciting exciting to think about that
0: okay so tell me like that day though or night i don't know what time what time was he born yes yeah, so we
1: did in the middle of the day uh, I can send you the video for, for this. if you. Oh, want.
0: that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. If you're okay with like it being in here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, we,
1: so we did all the little like tests and stuff beforehand. So we, uh, you know, dangled a, a ring over her belly and whether it goes in circles or straight lines is whether it's a boy or a girl headaches and cravings. So we had like 11 different, uh, home tests or whatever. So 10 of the 11 said it was a girl.
0: Really? Yeah. So were you pretty sure it was going to be a girl? Like, I you... said
1: all of the stuff she was doing was utter bullshit. Because <laughs> it's like, it was like, oh, she's been craving sweets instead of salty stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I wonder what the last twenty nine years meant. where you also craved <laughs> sweets instead of salty stuff? It was just looking ahead all these years. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I mean, she was convinced. She was. She would have put money on it. She would have put a thousand dollars on it. I bet that it was going to be a girl. And then, so we pop so genuine excitement and genuine surprise whenever yeah, it was shown that it was a boy. And um,
0: wait, so it was, and it was a surprise for both of you, right? So who, yeah. so who do you tell that that like organizes? Yeah, everything? so her.
1: So we, the doctor, wrote it down. So so you go and get an ultrasound, and they are like, okay, like the heart's good, the face is good, you know, legs good, everything like that. She's like, okay, she's like, do you want to know the gender? And we're like, no, we don't know the gender. She's like, do you want me to write it down? We're like, yes. So we all turn We so we turn ahead and so she checks out the baby's junk. And if it looks like a little, like a little point, it's a boy. If it looks like a hot dog, it's a girl. And it was a little point. So she wrote it down. She like did like an arrow to the penis. She's like, she like did an arrow and she like, looks like a boy. Cause I guess they can't say definitively one way or not. It's so, like, it looks like a boy. And then so she put it in like a sealed envelope and we handed that to Sam's best friend, Christy,
0: okay, who then
1: uh went and ordered uh the poppers so we did. And so she ordered these poppers, and they're you know, they don't have any indications on it, one, one way or another. So we we take it, we sp- you know, spin the poppers, and yeah, this is a boy
0: that's exciting.
1: It was really, it was really exciting. It was super exciting. All of our friends and family came in, like all the people in your wedding that you know, uh, groomsmen and bridesmaids and stuff they came, you know, which you know, they're. Important in her life and that, uh, for that and yeah, it was awesome. It was super fun.
0: Yeah, because I guess then I would I would assume you start looking ahead. You go, oh my god, I'm have a boy.
1: Then like, you can start planning more stuff. Like there's there's some more like concrete details. Now that's that's a difference though. Like for her, she's she's been planning ahead on a million different things. Right. Um, you know, I I just think that this probably nesting, I mean, you know, there's a there's a science behind that. Yeah. Um,
0: but then for you, do you go, Oh, I'm gonna have a son. Like you think about all the things you're going to do with a son.
1: Right. And so there's another so I read this book, um, uh, the expecting father mm-hmm. and it was really great. Cause it talked, it kind of talks you like month through month and it really actually lined up really well with like all the different things you're going through. So it did say for fathers, which I found myself doing this a lot. You imagine your child's like a two year old, you know, or like, uh, or like a child that can do stuff with you. Yeah you very rarely envision an infant that like, can't do anything.
0: And like what you're, what, what that's going to be like, yeah. and how you deal with that.
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, like baby boy, like, Oh my gosh, like throwing the baseball, <laughs> kicking a soccer ball around, like playing basketball in the driveway or, you know, uh,
0: graduation
1: right you know yeah maybe not that far along but like you know he i'm shaving you know and like you know kids sitting on the sink watching me shave like you know these sort of like classical father-son moments and um that's just like that's not the reality of any of it like uh i mean you're you're wiping diapers and holding and you know getting fussy kids down and
0: it's that day-to-day stuff
1: That's the day-to-day stuff but so we we went through all that, and so then we we go into childbirth. Yeah, and I mean, nothing makes you feel like more helpless than you know being a you know you're you're helping her do something that she quite frankly doesn't like need your help. Like she's yeah. like your support. There's not so,
0: actually anything you could do physically to yeah. help. Like you just do you need more there. ice chips? You know, like, it's <laughs> yeah. like
1: a lot of that. Uh, and then all that to say like in, in the middle of a pandemic. So I know you're saying like, you don't really want to talk about like, like you want to know like, you know, what's it like to be a new father and stuff.
0: I do, but please tell me like, I, I also don't necessarily know what questions asked. So tell me what you're thinking. So much of
1: it goes back to the pandemic because it's just like, that's when like the rule book on everything got thrown out. Yeah. And that's when a lot of fears and anxieties that probably would have existed anyways for other different things and stuff. Just like it had a centralized focus at that point, right? And it's been it's been real, like it's been real hard in a lot of different ways. There's been like enormous amounts of like guilt that comes along with it. But so I'll, I'll backtrack. So we have a baby in the middle of the pandemic.
0: Wait, anyway, weren't weren't you unsure if you were even going to be able to be in the delivery room?
1: Yeah. So that news broke the week before. So our due date was April 5th okay so the beginning of like I think March 20th or something like that Sam was told she's like there's a good chance that Matt won't be allowed in the room Jeez. that I'll have that's... to drop her off and then pick her and fan up
0: that's insane like I can't imagine hearing that thinking like well what 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 it's insane
1: like absolutely insane that like like i get it like they're looking at it as like a medical procedure and like anyone that's not in the process this medical procedure doesn't need to be there yeah but he's my fucking son like (laughs) i should probably be there right like i had you know i'm maybe not actively giving birth but like i played a part in that whole process and stuff like yeah
0: it's like i don't know you live with your wife so it's like what are they worried about what i'm worried are they worried about if she's infected you're infected and, and vice versa
1: i i i don't really know what it was but i mean i yeah i don't know
0: but yeah like i mean it
1: was it was insane and like she needed support like that that's a real thing and stuff at the very least to like you know validate the pain and the fears that she's having or like go get her stuff that she needs it or like help you know rub her back if she needs her her back rubbed i mean it was 31 hours of labor
0: oh jeez and I, I, you know, I've never had a baby, obviously, but I, I assume, especially for the first one, it's got to be like somewhat scary because you don't know what yeah. you're, you don't know what feelings to anticipate. It's
1: so scary. It's so scary. I mean, the whole process, like from beginning to end is so scary. Um, You know, it's just like, it's no different than like, you know, they put a piece of tape on your arm, like, you know, and they're about to pull it off. Like, it's going to hurt. <laughs> is it? You know, like, I mean, you're scary, you know, leading up to that yeah so okay thank god though i was allowed in the room yeah that's great no one else was allowed in though no parents no friends or family like no one was allowed to like come in and out i wasn't allowed to leave the room in fact if i had gone back down to the car i wouldn't have allowed been allowed to come back inside wow so i mean it was part of that put us to ease a little bit cuz we're like okay like we know that they're taking this really seriously like we feel less afraid of our baby getting covid because they're taking it really seriously. But the other part was like man like you know it would have been nice to have our parents there.
0: Yeah, it does sort of, i guess sort of take away from the celebration in a way that you're the so rules. going back to like the
1: big picture side of this, this is probably the number one thing that covid has done is taken away celebration of this new baby because we we didn't have friends and family over for 6 weeks Wow, and uh, so it's you know every day we're sending videos and photos and stuff. You know I've got pictures and I'll I'll share them with you also. But we've got pictures of my mom, my dad, my sister. You know um, I think it's you know six to eight weeks into Finn having already been born, and they're holding him for the very first time. My mom's got like a face mask on, and it's just like this very like you know my dad you know held, holding Finn and like you know it's his first grandson, first grandchild. And it, it just, it's very like rigid because you can tell it's like, you don't want to get too close. Yeah. It's holding, you know, and it's just, You don't want to
0: hurt, like you're I'm afraid of hurting the, your family, I guess. Yeah.
1: Which is just not like a normal fear that you have. Like that's not part of like the rule. But like you, you know, I even remember, you know, Rusty, our, our uh, my boss, your old boss, uh, you know, he said, he's like, so when you plan out your PTO, he's like, you'll have so much support in the first month. He's like, you don't even take PTO in the first month. You need PTO after that. We've never had support in the very beginning. Because everything was so distant, so a lot they of those, just can't be supportive. Yeah, like we just couldn't like
0: you not know. not physically. I guess they can't be there and be supportive and like take, yeah, and, like help you out in that way.
1: Emotionally, they were super supportive, but like grandma couldn't hold her grandson, sure, or babysit or babysit, which sucked. Yeah. Still sucks.
0: I'm sure. And like looking ahead, you're like, I don't know how long this is gonna last.
1: That's where a lot of guilt comes in. And a lot of like my threshold for risk is maybe a little bit higher than Sam's threshold for risk. And so when she's like, no, like this family member can't come over, like can't hold the baby. It's like he's like four months old now. Like this is a family member. Like I want them to meet and hold Finn.
0: Yeah. That seems to be a lot of the conversations even if you don't have a kid just like figuring out what your risk tolerance tolerance is yeah like are you willing to go here are you willing to talk to this person like i don't know i have those thoughts every day like who do i want to see what precautions am i going to take and i I would assume that it'd be even more extreme if i had a kid because you really i don't know it's just different relationship i'm sure
1: it's super amped up and so there's like my fear which is very different than sam's fear because sam's fear is one we just have different fear thresholds um and like how do you like argue like how there's no right or wrong on like your level of fear
0: yeah yeah it's just you you feel how you feel and right now especially when we don't have all the information we need you really are just making a a judgment call yeah and you might find out you're wrong or you might find, find out you're right right
1: and then pair that with which is a very real thing postpartum depression oh yeah which is I mean I never understood the extent of that and I kn- that was another thing that like the books explain it a little bit but none of them explain it in the context of a pandemic.
0: Oh cuz I'm sure that yeah that's a different level. Yeah, it's just
1: very it's very different and it's more you know like when you've got a lot of like when you've got postpartum at least for Sam, you know, there's this fear of uh, SIDS, you know, sudden infant death syndrome. <clears throat> so you got this fear of SIDS, and you wake up, you know, and you're like, "Look, I'm over exaggerating. Like, you know, th- these different things aren't going to happen." But then there's something like that you can directly link it to, like, "Hey, there's a thing that's like actually killing a shit ton of people right yeah. now. Like, so it's very real." Uh, uh, so yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know that. Like that, that would be tough to handle. Also, just trying to like adapt to being a new parent.
1: It's been oh man, it's been hard. I mean, it's been it's it's the greatest experience ever. Like it's so much fun. Like I feel like Sam and I are so close having had a child. I feel I mean, it's so much fun like going home, like getting to, like hang out with them, play with them and like it is really like the greatest experience. But like oh my gosh, like I've I've also like never been so like stressed out and like so you know, frustrated right. with circumstances.
0: How does it – how does – what you feel, how does that compare to what you thought you would feel before – like maybe let's talk two years ago if you're yeah. just thinking, i oh, will probably have a kid someday. How does that compare to what you feel right now?
1: Um. So I probably had – so if I'm thinking about two years ago, I probably had no anxieties about having a child other than, you know, they're expensive and – you know they interfere with like social life
0: sure yeah because you're like you're one of the most social people i know you you like to network you're like you're just out in the world so yeah obviously that changes things
1: yeah so the change the biggest change is that i don't fear like there are no social activities going on like there's not like a lot of like there's not i don't feel like i'm missing out on <laughs> things like
0: that. that that's good
1: um which has been good but i do feel guilt because I want people to come and, and hang out with Finn. Like I, I just took it, like you take that for granted. I anticipate like, oh yeah, like we'll go to barbecues, we'll go to family events, we'll go to coffee shops, we'll go to restaurants, we'll have our baby with us. Like that'll be like a whole thing we do. Like we'll be that, you know, we'll have our baby with us and, yeah. and they'll get to meet them and play with them and see them. Like I just, you know, you imagine introducing him to all your friends and yeah family and it's just like that none of that has been a thing
0: but it'll still happen right it just might be a, a year from now or something
1: yeah but like I mean you kind of think of these like you know even like all my friends right now that are having babies at the same time you start to envision start planning hey like you're texting them, like oh yeah we'll do play dates all the time you know like play you know that'll be a thing like we'll get together and we'll like co, co-parent co you know yeah, together with your baby and our baby and we'll just let them you know uh bump into each other and do what babies do and none of that we haven't. I, none of those like dreams have have come true yet.
0: Oh, well, yeah, it, it is a weird time, and that is sad because it's just God. The timing is crazy for you, like for that to happen to you.
1: Yeah, and we're probably overcautious.
0: I mean, that's that's, I was, that's 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 fair.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's a lot of that stuff isn't coming. So you're right. Eventually, one day it will. Um. It's just you know it's they're all things that we'd like to be doing right now that you know it's a lot of. It's just the three of us
0: yeah For, well maybe that's good maybe this is like your time where you really get to bond in a way that you wouldn't have if uh you were going out and it's true seeing a bunch of people that's true so
1: i don't know yeah and i did tell you the one other thing that i i told you I was like there are some positives that have come out of this yeah and the biggest positive was uh i had planned on taking one week of paternity leave going back to the office and then doing another week of paternity leave when Sam went back to the office I got to spend 12 no not 12 10 weeks 10 weeks at home like working at home and like being right there there's oh my god like there's so many like developmental things that happen this is this is where America's most fucked up like dads absolutely need to be at home with their babies like yeah. working at home like doing everything you have to do to like keep things up like keep things afloat but like dad's gonna be at home with their babies in the first few months
0: yeah it seems like especially if you want you want to be a family and it's like it's like your new child you would think both parents should be there probably for the same amount of time even if the dad doesn't have to do as much yes it's like can't just being yeah can't but but being there together yes i don't know it seems like an important time
1: and just be there for support like um they need attention every minute of the day uh the whole like especially in that first month the whole like oh like you just have to sleep when they sleep That's not true. That's not possible. Like, it is impossible to sleep when they sleep because they sleep so erratically. Yeah. And you are just... You have so much fear that, like, if you fall asleep while they're asleep, they'll stop breathing. Like, there's just this fear.
0: Oh, yeah. that's I think that's what I'm most scared of when I think about having a kid. I'm like, geez, when they're born, you're now responsible for their life. Probably forever because you're just... You're you're always going to think about them being alive and wanting to help them be alive. Yeah. So... That sounds terrifying. But like the first four months, like that's when like,
1: I mean, like it's, you hear these horror stories, man, of like, like, oh, like they, you know, accidentally left a burp cloth in the crib and somehow like the baby, like wiggled all the way into the back corner and like found the burp cloth and like put its head on and like just suffocated on it. And it's like, what? Like,
0: yeah, I've, I've often thought about those situations, not that specific, but like you know, someone having a like a, a baby die just because they did something wrong or weren't paying attention, and I think I don't know if I'd be able to deal with it.
1: Safe sleep is a big, big deal, and that was I. I mean, that's something. It's, but it's so hard because like you're so exhausted in this first couple of weeks because babies just like they don't they don't know day and night. Like you know, that's right. just not a thing that they
0: they do what they want.
1: They kind of do what they want, yeah. But yeah, so um, you know, I remember an instance where. And this goes back to like, you feel guilty and stuff, but like, you know, like I'm holding the baby on my chest, baby starts to fall asleep, Sam's falling asleep, I'm getting tired and falling asleep. So you like go and put the baby in like the crib and the baby starts crying, you know, cause like, oh no, 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 like don't put me down. Like, it's like, okay, well, you know, I'll hold you. And then she's trying to stay awake. The baby's falling asleep. Like Okay, I'll put it in. And then like, it's just not, so you just hold the baby and the next thing you know, you fell asleep yeah and she fell asleep and the baby fell asleep and you wake up and there's guilt because you know that is like a big big no-no
0: I can understand that because so, yeah you're like we can't afford to fall asleep we can't we can't yeah. do that
1: yeah um so anyways I, I don't I mean I know that that's like a big thing on like message boards and stuff so sorry to anyone that's you know <laughs> <laughs> offended by all that stuff like I, it's that's like a real thing that people talk about all the time they like the safe sleep thing it is super important so i'm not downgrading how important it is it's also super hard so i'm acknowledging that it is a it's a hard thing to like be committed to
0: yeah i don't think anybody can get mad at you for that because it's like geez i mean there is a limit like people cannot stay awake after a certain amount of time so you i'm sure you try your best but then again uh, What are you supposed to do when you're that tired? It's
1: no excuse, though, because, like, you have to. Like, you've got to put, like... Well, no,
0: you can't use it as an excuse, but I can be sympathetic to that because it's, like... you can be
1: sympathetic to it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, man, it's, uh... Yeah, this first few weeks, man, is wild. It's just so wild. It's just, like, you go home, like, they, they check you out of the hospital, and you're just, like... Like, what? Like, I... I'm taking this home like yeah. it's been under like 24 hour surveillance yeah i was gonna ask you that because that, that it seems
0: like that moment is where things you also maybe have a realization where you're like oh wait 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 we're not gonna have help anymore like we're just we're we are now taking this this little thing home
1: oh man that drive home from the hospital to home for the very first time with a a three-day-old baby strapped into a car seat you've never been like 10 to two like white knuckled as much as you have been like on that drive home. Cause you're just like, Oh my gosh. Like if I hit a curb, if we get into a wreck, like, uh, yeah, it's wild. But
0: so what, tell me more about the sleep though. Cause I, I was thinking about this or maybe I was talking to somebody else about it. Just, you know, everyone mentions the sleep thing when you're a new parent, but I think, man, I've done such a terrible job of sleeping throughout my adult life yeah and so i'm trying to like i'm trying to find something to compare it to like how like how much how exhausted are you how many hours of sleep are you getting when you're like that's a fair question uh it's
1: kind of so like it was i feel like it was not as hard as what people said it was going to be but it was also harder than what i anticipated because i just have never been sleep deprived okay to that extent i think and so yeah like those first like two weeks and stuff like you i mean we slept in the living room so um you know i slept on one side of the couch she slept on the other side of the couch you know we had the the um we used a pack and play as like the bassinet for like the very first period of time so you've got that like right in the middle of you but so we slept in the living room so that we could have like a tv going and stuff like just again like to keep us awake and stuff yeah. if we need to be awake um but yeah i mean like oh my god like it's i mean it's two weeks of of you're awake uh and just
0: like naps here and there i guess
1: yeah and that's where like that's where you know i i definitely slept way more than sam did a hundred percent slept more more than sam because <laughs> the baby has to eat every two hours
0: yeah so there's like like nothing she could do it's like well, i gotta be awake
1: right and so and we chose to um breastfeed and uh, so there's nothing I can do, and her milk is like starting to come in, so like she can't pump enough to have a reserve. At that point, everything that she's creating goes immediately into the baby. Okay. So like I tried to, I did my best like to try and like set an alarm and like wake up with her and just you know rub her back while she's you know doing that and stuff. But uh, what I did, what my my thing was, is like you know, I told her I was like, look, I was like, I can't be up as much as you can uh i can't feed the baby i was like but i'll take every diaper so i changed every diaper probably for the first month at least for the first month <laughs> so that was my like contribution to uh you know the whole staying awake because, because i mean he just eats something and immediately poop it out yeah you know 30 minutes later so, I was so like, can, oh, i'll take that
0: can you diaper anything now i think it was maybe it was an episode of the office where jim he's about to have a baby and he talks about being able to diaper or anything because he's preparing.
1: I think so. I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never changed a diaper before, Finn. And I feel like I've probably changed hundreds of
0: diapers. How many diapers are you changing a day or were you changing a day?
1: Oh, man. The very beginning, probably 10 times a day, 10 or 12 times a day. That
0: many? I've never asked that question, never looked it up. I didn't realize it was that many.
1: Yeah. So the first poop you get looks like black tar black greenish tar and like you oh, wait, is this
0: uh, for everybody is this yeah, just yeah, normal this is really really this is
1: everybody Jay's learning stuff here now All right, hey, uh, slide,
0: slide a little bit to your left just a little bit right here? don't lean slide slide
1: okay so the very first poop, uh, okay it's good. called like uh, meconium or something like that wait
0: <laughs> there's a name for yeah. it yeah I don't know so
1: okay so a fetus is covered in uh, hair and mucus uh, throughout the uh Gestation or you know Throughout the, the process of becoming a, a baby. The pregnancy pregnancy. So he's covered in hair and mucus And eventually he sheds that hair And mucus that's why you don't get you know These little wolf men born uh, When they're babies they, they eventually shed it Wait
0: really they're covered You say they're covered in hair and mucus when yeah. they're inside The yeah. womb oh yeah oh, Covered in hair and
1: mucus so eventually they shed all the hair And what do they do with the hair And the poop and the pee and, and everything that They've been doing they eat it all
0: i'm sorry what
1: could you start over yeah so they eat this hair they eat the mucus they eat the poop they eat the pee the baby yeah the baby so the baby's eating all all the umbilical uh, or uh not umbilical uh yeah just all the all the
0: fluids in the womb the placenta
1: yeah yeah all that stuff in the placenta so the baby's eating all that and so it just you know you just keep eating the same thing over and over again turns into something pretty gnarly so the very first poop within you know probably you know the first 24 hours it is black sticky tar (laughs)
0: <laughs> I've never heard that. That's insane. That's it is, a-
1: <laughs> and it smells so bad. It is the worst smelling of all of the poops he's had so far. Is that black, <laughs> sticky? It's almost greenish, also, like this black, sticky, greenish tar. And like it's like you have to scrape it off. Like it's not like a it's not like a you know, it's like a you're like chipping away at it as it's like peeling off his skin
0: uh, did you get like a chisel to, to just about
1: I, I mean i felt like i was like using the, like i was like picking it off of him so that's like the first week is a lot of that black sticky tar stuff
0: oh god
1: and then it changes into being like this yellow uh orange sort of like a cheesy rice
0: is that based on diet
1: uh if they're breastfed
0: Is there a difference between what it looks like If you're breastfed versus bottle fed
1: Uh, Yes so the breastfed Stuff looks maybe a little bit Thicker Because um, I don't know why it just looks a little bit thicker But it doesn't smell at all Really yeah like breastfed Poop for me at least it just like it didn't Really have that bad of a smell so we've Supplemented with formula as well And so like on a day where We use mostly formula just because he's like super Hungry that day that poop smells worse. Oh God.
0: Okay. Hey, the choice of the choice of having a child. This is you know? we've
1: truly div- dove into miscellaneous important stuff. Oh, I This is important stuff to know.
0: I mean, yeah. Th- these are it's these are facts random, that you know. Expecting parents maybe yeah. should know. Ro- rotate your mic since you slid over. Uh, am I am I one of your fidgeters? No, no. Okay. But like, I'm I'm also watching cameras the entire time I don't oh, know, yeah. a, as a cinematographer right. it's hard not to pay attention right, to, right, right, to right, right. the framing uh yeah so what are, are you like okay how old is he now i can't even remember how long he's it's four been. months okay yeah four months yeah and what's the difference between like four months and uh you know newborn like what changes have you seen oh
1: my gosh so his personality shows now okay which has been a huge like i mean that's just been such a difference so the first like two months there's no personality there's no gratitude you know like he's either he's either like sleeping or he's just kind of like staring off into like nothingness or he's like pissed off
0: i like how you're already calling him out for not like for like not being uh like thankful
1: (laughs) well like you know and there's a big part like because you you do something like you know pat him on the back or change him into a fresh you know, diaper, like put new clothes on him and stuff. Or like you hold him and you're like rocking him and stuff. And like, if he's doing nothing, like that's good, but there's no like smile or, uh, you know, he doesn't like nuzzle into you. But like now at four months, like he'll smile, he'll laugh, he'll nuzzle into you. Like those things that you're doing, to like make him feel better. He'll give some sort of like human acknowledgement of like, Oh, like I appreciate that. Like I enjoy this i am comfortable right now that's nice it's so nice because like nothing's more defeating like as a new parent or, like i don't know if this works but like it feels right right like you know he's currently like oh i guess i'll bounce i saw that in the movie once yeah. you know but then and, are you like
0: i don't know i think I'm a bad father yeah
1: or yeah or like like I, I guess he's fine you know like it's i don't know if he's uncomfortable until he starts to cry and by the time he's crying i'm like oh shit like how long has he been uncomfortable
0: so you do you like do you constantly evaluate what you're doing as a parent now? Like are you just worried every day that you're you're doing a terrible job? Um Or do you just feel like well, I don't know, I'm doing the best I can and that's fine?
1: I don't know. Uh
0: because I don't I uh, there really isn't probably the the one answer.
1: I don't know. I don't feel confident in okay. anything I'm doing yet. Um but I i don't know i it's just like man like it's just one of those things like same thing with like being creative like you 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 finish this creative project like there's more you could have done sure um and i think that's a lot of like what parenting is is uh there's more i could have done that day you know like i could have you know i was tired and so we didn't you know do tummy time for the full 20 minutes you know yeah you know or uh you know, it was the end of a long day and like I had a shit day at work and you know, like I kind of just want to like watch TV for a bit and maybe he was like really like active and like that would have been a great moment to like flip him around and like play with them, like read stories until it's was like, Oh my God, I'm just so tired. You know, yeah. like, you know, like, sh- you know, like you rock him to sleep and stuff like, cause if he's asleep, then it's like, well, okay. Like he's asleep, you know, like you can't mess with him anyways, sure. but you like lull him into sleep so you can take a break.
0: I think that's where you got to give yourself some grace though. Because you're still human, you still yeah. have like you still got to be okay to like take care of your kid. I've even had conversations with my parents where they talk about, I guess, things they wish they would have done. I'm like, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. Like, yeah. I just assume as long as you're as long as your parent is there and they're trying, it's like, yeah, of course you made mistakes. I yeah. made mistakes.
1: The biggest guilt is, you know, I'll go back to COVID a little bit. Like, the biggest guilt is that at any point in time you could be safer. Like, you could have. Disinfected that mail that you brought in, yeah. Or you could have like not gone to that meeting that day, or like you could have like raised a bigger deal. Like when we started coming back to the office, like I could have risen a bigger stake. Like no, this is unsafe. Like you know, I I I'm unsafe like being in in the office. Like there's more that you could do, but at the same time, like at what point are is it too much?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's also just maybe maybe a tough part about me in in America that, you know, we are free and like people do have like a different expectation for what we should be doing. Yeah. And that's hard to navigate because what you feel is not necessarily what I feel or other people feel. And yeah, we have the freedom to kind of do what we want. So it like, it complicates things.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think is in general as an American, yeah, it's really hard. And it's hard to like tell other people what they should do. So that's what we've been struggling with a lot is I want my mom, my dad, Her mom and dad, you know, uh, my sister, brother-in-law, I want them to have a relationship with Finn, not over videos and stuff, like to hold them, play with them, have a relationship with them. I feel guilty telling my sister to quarantine for two weeks before she comes over. You know, like, hey, I want you to like alter your lifestyle so you can hang out with Finn for one hour
0: yeah but then like but then i'm sure you're also thinking but if you don't i i don't want my son to die because you came over like you of course you're gonna go to the extreme i yeah. would think and she's saying she you know or
1: and it's the idea is she's like hey look like i'm taking a lot of precautions but i don't think it's a big deal that i go back to my gym that's doing all these like social distancing things and i'm like yeah i agree with you but like i also am married to a woman that feels differently yeah and so uh, there's a, a balance that we have to strike. Where it's like I want my sibling, Carrie, to have a relationship with Ben, and like I get a call in this. Also, like it's partly my decision too. Like
0: maybe this is the time where people will learn the most about compromise.
1: That's been oh my gosh, that's been such a big part. I think that's probably every parent you figure out compromise. Ours has maybe had a little bit more like direction because there's like this big thing that everyone like we need to talk about every time. But yeah, compromise is so important. It's such a big part of it.
0: Well, looking forward to the, like, the next year, what are you most excited about?
1: Looking over the next year.
0: Because I, I would think there's like a lot of changes that'll happen in the next year.
1: Yeah. Right now, I'm really excited about him being able to sit up on his own because I think we can play better that way if he can sit up.
0: Um. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, I, I just think that's a... Like you know a lot of like the play Like I have to move him around Like it'd be cool if I could sit him there And you
0: know You're like oh my god you're holding yourself up Yeah yeah he doesn't do
1: that yet I think that'd be really fun though Crawling I think is gonna be really fun When he can like move around And um, I don't know like every day He's like he just does different things every day And it's just like so much fun To like discover those different things So I don't want it to happen too fast
0: Yeah Um, we be before you know it
1: It's it means crazy to think that it's it was I think I want to say it was like maybe a week ago was like when she conceived.
0: That's what it feels like.
1: No, no, like that's what like a week ago was the the one year anniversary when she conceived. I think oh she would know the date. It's not me, but it's crazy To think It's like oh my god, like it feels like yesterday. Oh, I'm sure. It just feels like it did not happen that long ago.
0: I think about that a lot with time, you know, I'm 33 now. And I think, man, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even that old. I don't, I don't feel old, but I think, God, how, yeah. do, how did that much time pass? How? Like, I remember being a kid. 2020. Does it feel like, so we're
1: halfway through 2020. Does it feel like we're halfway through this year?
0: No, it's been a long year and <laughs> we're only halfway through it.
1: It feels like, if to me, it feels like we've been in 2020 for like, three months but also like i can't even remember 2019 it was so long ago
0: yeah i feel the same way like are we not done yet are we not back to like some level of normalcy like i can't believe how much stuff has happened in 2020 and it's july
1: yeah that's a lot of like having a baby like it's just like he's four months old like oh my gosh like this is already going by really fast
0: does it does it put things into perspective for you at all just just in terms of life just life in general
1: Yes. Okay. So I mentioned that book earlier. Um yeah. The Expecting Father. There are things I written in that book that like it was just like scary how accurate it was of like how I was like reorganizing, pre or, you know, prioritizing things in my life. Man, I got really obsessed about like money all th- like I've always been like a you know, I, I enjoy like the, the business side of things. Sure. So I've always had an appreciation of that. But like man, like getting your finances in order, like having like budgets and stuff, like being super like frugal on certain things all of a sudden, like, became, like, a big part of, you know, um how I thought about, like, day-to-day and, like, how I thought about work. I'd say, like, in the past, I'd always been, you know, I've always strived for, like, leadership and, um, you know, being a decision-maker on certain things. And now, like, I'm just, like, yeah, you know, I just want to, like, turn in a really good day. And I want to make sure that whatever inputs I put in that day, like, have, like, an output that, you know, financially yeah. allows me to, provide a certain lifestyle for sam my son so uh i think about that a lot more Sure. but yeah like, i mean yeah I, we we start to have like seven months in you know a pregnancy i start to think as like i i want to change the way i get paid and you know change the way i go about doing like work and business and
0: just thinking ahead
1: thinking ahead yeah yeah and you know i think about like, i think about the lifestyle i want to live too and lifestyle i want to give Finn, and um you know I, I know for Sam it's changed way more than it's changed for me. Sam is, Sam is one of the smartest women I've ever met. I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. I'm just saying in general she's super smart. Uh, you know, crazy high ACT score. Like graduated like you know I think the top of her class at, at OU. Got her master's degree at George Washington in DC in publishing. She's a veterinary journal editor. I mean she's really 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 smart. And very career oriented and now her like whole priorities have changed she's like look like i'm not trying to like work myself to death like i want to be a mom like yeah. i want to like hang out with finn and like have a you know potentially have like another child down the road and
0: it's just interesting how that changes because i've thought about that like right now i could basically say hey I, I i'm okay with just being homeless not complete i mean but like i'll i could live off anything i'm fine with like whatever living conditions whatever i gotta do to get yeah. by and like you know do what i want to do and like i i but i also realized how quickly that would change if i ever like had a kid like how that change would change everything financially oh, man.
1: i can like i i can i like that seven month mark it was like night or day like night and day like my you know the 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 petty stuff that we were arguing about at work and stuff like just threw that out that like it just mattered anymore nothing to me whatsoever. And it just like all came back to like, I got to turn in this work. You know, I got, I got to turn in like this good, a good month of work. I got to grow these accounts in certain ways to like, you know, provide a really good, stable, secure lifestyle. Uh, you know, the exotic vacations were not a priority. Uh, you know, getting like cool shit in the house, uh, was like less of a priority. And it was just very much of like, you know, providing, saving, building a nest egg
0: kind of love that though. It seems like it, it, it simplifies life in a way because we get caught up in so many like petty things that if you take a step back, you realize like it doesn't really matter that much.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I think a lot of people say like, oh, it's just all stuff, you know, and like you say that, but then like when like you get to like brass tacks, then it really is like, oh no, like I understand what that means now. Like it's just stuff.
0: Yeah, like I, I, I probably don't understand it at, at the level that I should. But at the same time, like I, I realize that the things that mean the most to me in life are like, I, I like my stuff and you look around my studio and you can see the stuff that I have, but really what I like about the stuff is the memories that come with it. Like yeah. the things that I remember from, it. it's not the stuff. Yeah. So in that way, like I totally get it where you just, it's, there's so much more than just like the things and the, like just the petty fights and yeah, like, I don't know. There's just
1: like, who cares who makes that decision? You know? Yeah right like who cares you know like it's you know at the end of the day like it'll if it's gonna work out yeah, it's gonna work out yeah um but so yeah true
0: look at you look at you a father now like you're just so you're so much wiser
1: so I'll, so what about do you think i mean you asked me to come on and talk about fatherhood is this something you've thought about for yourself
0: oh yeah i've i've thought about it for a long time I've, I've always said, because people ask me if I want to be a dad, and I'm like, if, if, uh, if it's an option, I think I would. I just don't want to be a dad so bad that I'd just have a kid with whoever. Yeah. But I do think about it. I think about how nice it would be to have a kid. I think about like wanting to be a good dad to that kid. It's just, it hasn't been something that um, uh, has been a reality yet. But yeah, sure, and I think that's why I'm so interested in it.
1: I can't imagine being a dad on my own. I, like, I, I just, I can't even imagine it. Uh And even throughout this whole process, I think this is maybe a little bit different for Sam and I, but like even throughout this whole process, like I've still felt more interested in being a good husband than I have about being a good dad. Because I feel like being a good dad was a byproduct of being a good husband. Yeah. There's a lot of like what I do to help fan, I feel <laughs> like I'm serving Sam in a way, you know, like I'm, I'm you know, she's, she's just this, uh, She's just been so great. Like, she's such a good mom and she gives so much of herself. So, whenever I step in, like, help Finn, it feels like I'm helping her. That's how my mentality, this is just yeah. like how my mentality about it has been.
0: Well, and like, I think just being a good husband and being a good couple also is like a service to your son.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, that's how I've always approached it. So, yeah, you've got the right mentality. like, you can't, you know, it's not enough, like, oh, like, I want to be a dad and stuff. Like, it just, man, it means so much to have, like, the right partner
0: yeah like i i also know nothing about marriage so I would never like like i can't i can never give anybody advice on marriage but i do know like if you have a good marriage like that's that's a great thing for a kid it's gotta be it's gotta be you have two parents that love each other and like set a good example and, like that's yeah. great
1: yeah and I, I know people that you know they come from split you know split households and like they end up you know being great people i i just it's like it's just so much easier and more fun you know like yeah to, um yeah it's been I definitely feel like there have been throughout this process, like Sam and I got so close, man. Like this first two weeks, like I don't think I've ever felt more close to Sam. than Like those first two weeks. That's awesome. Um, but then like, there's also like hard moments, like postpartum depression where it's just like, I, I can't even like, I can't begin to empathize with like what it is you're feeling right now, because it's just like, it's, you know, there's a chemical imbalance that's going on in your body sure. right now that's causing you to feel certain ways that are irrational. And maybe irrational is not the right way to say it, but like it's just It's you know, not what you
0: would normally feel. It's not what
1: you normally feel under like normal circumstances. And so that's hard. That like super, super hard because you want to like be there for that person and you wanna help, but you also want to like help them get better and like you don't want to like indulge uh, fears that aren't like yeah, real fears
0: yeah right? yeah you know, for sure like especially if it's like all right we're in a good situation but for for whatever reason you feel terrible and it's like i don't know how to help with that is that is that kind of like you don't yeah. know how to help you want to help again you you mentioned helpless earlier i i assume it's the same feeling with that like just there's not a lot you can do but you yeah. understand it's real
1: yeah it's just like the, it was i mean it's the fear of you know, she's like, if something happens to him, she's like, I don't know what I would do to myself. That's scary. Yeah, and like, as a husband, like, how do you, like, you respond with like, like, well, like, he's going to be fine. Like, nothing's going to happen to him.
0: But then that's like, you don't, but you, yeah. you can't say that 100%, which is also, I'm sure that's where part of the fear comes from. Yeah. Because you don't know.
1: But then, And the other half is like, but if something does go wrong, like for some reason or another, like we're still on the same team. Like don't leave me here. Like, you know, like we're still on the same team. Yeah. You know, like we're in this together. um, And like when she starts to like disconnect and starts to like go down this like rabbit hole of thought, that's really dangerous. It's hard. Like, what do you do? Like, what, how do you pull that person back? Yeah. Um, and instead at a time that, You know, there's people that would normally be, you know, there's like, you know, therapeutic outputs outside of her husband, me, her friends, her family, like we're distanced from them. So it's,
0: you know, it's a lot more pressure, I'm sure.
1: Yeah. It was lonely. It was really lonely.
0: Man. It's interesting how, you know, a new child can bring so much joy, but also so much fear and like probably the same day. Yeah. Where you can get. You know, you were just talking about how great it is, but then at the same time, like, looking ahead, how scary is that? Not knowing what's going to happen in your life and with your son, and yeah, you know, anything could happen.
1: It's every day. I mean, every day. Like you, I mean, you just you have your heart has been filled with more love than it's ever felt in its entire life, and your head has been filled with more fear and anxiety than it's ever felt in its entire life, because literally, no, nothing is more important than like nothing in your in your 30 years of existence has ever been more important than like keeping a baby alive
0: sure the stakes are higher now certainly even though like before you have a kid it's like well you could also die every day your wife could die every day but it's I'm does I guess it doesn't feel the same though
1: but that's a different type of fear like I if I you know it's Ask any parent, like, would you rather die or would you rather your child die?
0: Right. And I believe that. I'm just saying, isn't that crazy though? Like it's still, we're talking about human life here. Yeah. But like it changes when when it's like your kid.
1: It's yeah. I mean, cause that's your purpose. Yeah. For at least like, you know, it's, it's what it feels like for a long time, but.
0: Uh, It's gotta be like, I, I, and I've heard that from other people. It's like that. Yeah. That is your, your purpose. I don't know what, what other word would you use? It's your kid. You made it.
1: But there's so much fun. There's so much fun. I, I I want you to meet him.
0: Yeah, I want to meet him. He's a chill dude. Yeah, well, he should be.
1: Yeah. he just kinda like hangs out. He's got a lot of he, he looks just like his mom, I think. Uh and uh yeah, he, he's he's a good baby. Like, I know a lot of people say that. like he's a good <laughs> baby. Like, like
0: nobody's ever said that before. <laughs> yeah.
1: He he sleeps like really well. Like last <laughs> night I slept I went to bed at you know 11 i woke up at six he didn't wake up at all
0: that is pretty good
1: it's a great baby right yeah um and well if he did wake up then you know mom took
0: care of it and i just <laughs> never woke up you're like he never woke up and she's like yeah he did like she's four like yeah times. he
1: wakes up every night yeah uh see so yeah, he's a great baby and then like, yeah he's just like he doesn't really cry unless it's like blatantly like something's wrong like you know he he hasn't eaten in you know in a while or he's you know g- super gassy and you know needs to like he doesn't really cry he, you know he'll just uh he loves to smile and make noises and all that
0: that sounds great yeah i'm excited well i'm happy for you Matt. i appreciate that this is this is awesome i like hearing you talk about him yeah. uh and this has been good for me it's been educational for me and hopefully you know you can listen to this episode like you know 30 years from now and you remember this time
1: yeah no that's why i was excited to come on I was like oh it'd be kind of cool to like you know uh document this in some way i'm not a journaler or anything like that It's like, it'd be cool to document yeah. this in some way
0: i think honestly that's my favorite part about podcasting like even if i just do it with my my family and friends like i i realize that when i'm 80 and i can like like listen to a conversation i had when i was in my 30s i'm like how fun is that It's just fun
1: a little archive
0: yeah absolutely we're and you know they because they can listen to it too like the ones i've done with my parents my brothers my sister it's like they can all look back on that so yeah you know you'll get a little bit of that
1: yeah well this is great
0: yeah thanks thanks for being here this has been a lot of fun come back maybe we'll do we should do like a year anniversary for for finn
1: there we go yeah or maybe a second child (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) is that is that happening
1: uh yeah you know i think eventually it probably will happen uh I think if it were up to her, it would happen very soon. I think if it were up to me, it would happen five years from now. <laughs> so it will probably land somewhere in the middle.
0: I feel like that's common, right? Like, the guy wants to wait longer and the, the woman wants to do it quickly. Is that?
1: Uh, she, I don't know that
0: for sure, but.
1: I don't know. I mean, maybe. I think in this situation, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's ready to, like, have a child, another child as soon as possible and. Uh, i'm still trying to like figure out what i'm doing with this first one
0: <laughs> so all right we'll just keep us keep everyone here at miscellaneous important stuff updated everyone meeting me because i'm the only one that okay, works Okay, yeah here.
1: perfect yeah <laughs> well uh yeah i'll let you know when she's ovulating and <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah all all the details yeah just like email them in we'll talk about them on the show every week perfect <laughs> all right awesome thanks all right well matt yeah thanks again for being here If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.